in the studio. Welcome back to the Three College Guys in the Studio podcast. This is episode seven. Lucky um, number seven, baby. Lucky number seven, except we're already starting off with broken equipment. <laughs> yeah, I would not I would not bet. I was planning on this being a very good show, but of course, like usual, technical difficulties abound. Literally this is the, just a disaster. The minute before we start and the stand that holds the boom arm for the mic literally just shattered <laughs> in half. So I'm currently holding the boom arm in my hands. He's cradling it. And speaking into it. So I apologize for any rustling or spring noises that you hear. I'll try to minimize that. But this is episode seven coming to you right after July 4th. And we actually ha- we have some July 4th th- themed segments coming up later in the show. This is our first holiday show, isn't it? It is. Mm-hmm. Our first holiday show. It's like our first holiday since we started doing the show, like not counting like Father's yep. Day or Mother's Day. Yep. So, I don't know how we'd celebrate Father's Day on the show. It'd be a weird. <laughs> Considering show, none of us are dads. fathers. Interview our dads. We could have interviewed our dads, I guess. That would have been funny. That could have been. But um, how was your guys' 4th of July? What'd you guys do? It was fun. Went to go see fireworks, which I know is something most people don't do on 4th of July. We went, me and Eli went down to the uh, local water park, Knights Action Park. And we were not in the same place, though, because he went to the park. And then me and a couple friends, we went down to like five minutes away to watch. Because if you go to nights on fireworks night. Packed. Yeah, to the brim. And so we went to Mm -hmm. the local sporting goods store called Shields. Uh, me and my friends Ben and Kaylee, and we sat there. And then Ben's parents came along, and including his grandma, who was a very funny lady. just want to give a quick shout-out to her. Because there was somebody that started smoking up. You could smell it in the air. It was very potent. That was happening at the park, too. I'm sure, yeah. Ben's grandma, Ben's grandma says, she turns to us and she goes, Man, if I, if I open my lungs more, I'll be able to sleep better tonight. <laughs> And Ben is like, not blushing, but he's like, oh, my God, Grandma. You never talk like that. Because I guess she she, told us that was like the first time she'd ever made a joke like that. Uh Uh-huh. So I guess our presence wrestling out in old Miss Garrett. (laughs) Well, we had, um, like Cameron said, we were up at the park, so we were closer to the fireworks. It was the same show. But I enjoy going there every year. And... They put on a pretty good show, and I enjoy watching fireworks. It's one of those 4th of July traditions and taking pictures of them as well because I'm a photographer. And there was a quick side story. These people were being extremely disrespectful, and they were parking in the area where you're supposed to be sitting. So a bunch of us had our blankets laid out, nice. and people were just parking up next to us like with no consideration for what other people were like people sitting around there their nose in your lawn chair and this one lady's like vaping up a storm next to us and on the other side (laughs) these people pull up and they got like fishing poles hanging out the back and they park and then all of a sudden we hear open the door my finger's stuck in it (laughs) like screaming (laughs) that this lady's screaming that meanwhile uh cussing at the same time and so they, nice. she like, they opened the door and she like, somehow she got her finger caught in the door. And That's not good. And then they, they got out, they smoked a couple of cigarettes and then they left. They didn't even watch the show. Maybe she was in too much pain. That so, sounds painful. I don't know. It was, it was a wild night. And then of course it took a good 30 minutes to get out of the parking lot. Yeah. Too. We left early to avoid that. Yeah. We left before they were done. So I didn't do a whole lot either. Um, did some homework, watched baseball. That's about it. So yeah, I watched. Tell you what, it's a weird experience driving home when everybody's shooting off fireworks because they're just everywhere. Yeah, I thought that was more fun than actually wa- like sitting and watching them. Is it just me or are more people doing like individual 
launching now. I don't know if it's like Definitely a more. coming out of COVID I thing, noticed that last but... summer, it felt like every night before 4th of July and after, it seemed like people were lighting them off in my neighborhood. I was hearing mm-hmm. them at like I think 2 in the afternoon. <laughs> it's like people are so anxious, they're not even waiting until it's dark well, to light them They did them when off. it was pouring down rain the other night in my neighborhood. They were I'm doing like, them during the lightning storm. It? Yeah, and during the day, are you gonna are you gonna enjoy watching them during the day <laughs> when you, you can't, can't even, even see, see them? them? I know. <laughs> I don't know. It must be like uh, people are so anxious to get out and do stuff that they're just willing. They don't. They don't can care. you wait until like nighttime? Yeah, I don't know. But we were driving home, and there's like the ones going off downtown, and then there's ones over in Chatham, and there's ones in Panther Creek, and there's ones in Piper Glen, and then there's individual people launching them out of neighborhoods there were these shirtless like everywhere it's like like the cicadas oh <laughs> the cicadas there were these guys in front of us that were lighting them up at the uh, shields and like none of them had shirts on they were just running around and shooting off fireworks but like they were actually good ones so and we were up close to that so we saw those and so those were more fun than the night's show because we could it's actually see day. them yeah, because you were probably blocked by the tree line, weren't you? Well, yeah, but not as bad as we were last year. Me and me and Alex went with uh, Faith and Rose and Kaylee. We went to uh, Sherman, mm-hmm. and we okay. Well, first we drive to the park, and then we realize, oh crap, this isn't the right park, <laughs> or this is the wrong this is the wrong end of the park because I guess it's a huge park. Uh huh. And so we sit there for like a half hour waiting, and we don't see anything. And so then we figure, oh okay, everyone else just left. And we're the only ones sitting here. So we probably made a mistake somewhere down the line. And so we're just driving around trying to figure out where they're coming from. We get on the main strip and then we say, oh, they're coming way down the road. And so then we just pulled in at a Casey's gas station and we just sat in the Casey's parking lot watching them. <laughs> that doesn't sound like, the like last a good... five minutes. That doesn't sound like a very good time. The bugs were horrible. We didn't have bug spray. Oh, it was yeah. a mess. What a mess. What a mess. And then we went home and tasted each other out of sparklers. <laughs> yep, in the drive. Yep. Yeah. That was the most fun part. Speaking of sparklers, there's these kids that were running around with sparklers and throwing them on the ground and creating like these huge plumes of smoke in the parking lot. Vape tornado. And it was, <laughs> was like, it's not like kind of dangerous. Meanwhile, the fire department's there and they're just sitting in the truck, not even like saying anything but whatever me and ben were driving on wabash and we look over and we see all the smoke in the sky ben goes oh god is there a fire and then i say well you know what night it is right it's fourth of july yeah so it it is a fire but it's a controlled fire in the sky no better way to celebrate independence than launching gunpowder in the air and watching it explode yeehaw yeah i was thinking about that last night and i was like like no disrespect i love watching fireworks but like the whole concept is kind of hilarious when you step back it's such an american thing to do like can you picture like australia doing this or Or like like, uh some european country russia i yeah it's very uniquely american to launch fireworks in the sky and have hot dog eating contests did you guys Mm -hmm. watch any of that i did not how did that go alex saw it i did did you That's see? The first time I've ever watched it. It's just weird, man. Did you see Joey Chestnut broke his own record? Yeah, I did. That's he, just so weird. He so like, his, his record was seventy four, and he did seventy five yesterday, in ten minutes. He had seventy five whole hot dogs in ten minutes. That makes me want to just throw up. He broke just a world record. That. I, I, see, that's that's my thing. I don't know how they don't puke. Well, what I was wondering is what they did like, after. I, get, I feel I've. I'm sure. Sorry. Like my stomach hurts if like your stomach hurts if what? I don't know how you eat. Well, if I eat like too quickly, like whatever I'm eating, if I just eat it too quickly for whatever reason, then my stomach hurts. Yeah. And you've got guys like Joey Chestnut old 76 hot dogs. Well, I was wondering what they do afterwards to like mitigate the damage. That's got to be an awful Um, night. I Googled it. So Mm -hmm. like. I, I saw that Joey eats nothing but like green vegetables for like a day or two, fast for a day and a half, and then he'll only eat or he'll only drink lemon juice and coffee to like evacuate his all that junk out of him, which 
That sounds horrible too. That diet that you that you have to do like afterwards. the afterwards diet. Yeah. yeah, that sounds terrible. It's like a keto, but worse. It's like you're purposely putting too much in your body, and then you have to flush it all out. I don't know. It's so it's the definition of gluttony. So everybody, everybody's got a hobby, concept, I guess. So. <laughs> I want to know how much they get paid to do that. To just slam food in their face. It's gotta be, it's gotta be a lot of money, though. I mean, it was carried on ESPN. Is it just so first he, place gets money? I don't know. It, it's always Joey Chestnut that wins, though. Yeah, yeah there's been like one year where he didn't win, and that's it. I'd hate to be, but I'd hate to be behind that guy at the buffet. Let me just say that. <laughs> There'd be nothing left. <laughs> so, on the Fourth of July theme. We we have a new segment that we're calling well it's like a it's like a half segment, almost like a a quick topic deal. But it is we're calling it vinyl time and this we're gonna feature this anytime either we went vinyl shopping or someone got a new vinyl. And recently we've all gotten new vinyl and I Alex talked about his on last week's mm-hmm. show. Uh, me and Cameron went to our local place uh, a couple weeks ago, and to carry on the Fourth of July theme, one of the ones that I got was Bruce Springsteen's probably his most popular album, none other than "Born in the USA," which Born is "Born in the USA." Probably about as American, American, Americana, I guess, as you can get in terms of like music. Not that the music's all based on USA, but it's it's got a very Fourth of July it's, type theme surrounding it. I went to I went to the Springfield Sliders on Saturday night, so the day before the fourth, and they did fireworks. Our local and, uh, baseball team, by the way. Yes, who are actually having a good season for once. Go Sliders! I but know. they did fireworks, and the entire soundtrack was Bruce Springsteen. They did Born in the USA, and then they played Glory Days, <laughs> which is not necessarily a patriotic song. And so, but it kind of but is. But it has that sound. Yeah. yeah, that organ. I don't know. So, yeah, I think those are both on that album. So, I picked up that. Obviously, Born in the USA and... is Born in the USA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all about USA. Yeah. So, that fits the 4th of July theme. But then I also picked up um, an artist that I think is underrated. I don't know. Maybe he's not. That is, it is Steve Winwood, one of his albums, who I listened to, because I started listening to him, actually, this is kind of a side tangent, but uh, do you know the artist um, Kygro? He's like a music producer. Um. I'm. I think I've maybe seen that name. I don't know anything by them. Though. He's kind of like he's kind of like Marshmallow in the fact that he works with other artists and he creates like he's a producer. He creates the music and they sing. Is it K Y G O? Is that how you spell it? Or yeah, something? I've seen that name. Kygo yeah. or, or something. Anyway, what does he have to do with Steve Winwood? <laughs> it's two different genres. You're gonna love right? this story. Yeah. So anyway, he and I watched his YouTube video about doing it, but he cre- he took. Uh, Whitney Houston's somehow he got a hold of her original audio recordings of Higher Love and he remixed it into a a really good um, it's not EDM and it's not really trap banger I guess you could call it pop it's not trap it's dubstep it's not dubstep House. it's not that heavy I don't soft rock Chill wave. maybe call, maybe call it soft rock Anyway, so that's how I got onto the song. And then I found the original artist, Steve Winwood. And I was like, oh, I really like his version too, his original version. And so I picked up his album. And I actually like some of his other music too. And I kind of wish they'd play more of it on the radio. The only song of his I think I I know is Higher Love. So, yeah, that's the only one I ever hear. Yeah, and that's the only one they play. Yeah, but some of his other stuff is really good. It's uh, it's it's not jazz, but it's like 
He plays the keyboard, quiet, so he's got kind quiet of... Quiet rock, I guess you could call it. He's I got the like jazz sensibilities because he plays the organ. Yeah. So it, yeah. It's got a very chill vibe to it. Almost and like a, a precursor to lo-fi, <laughs> I guess. Steve Woodwood, the godfather of lo-fi chill beats for study. Yep, you heard it here. You heard it here. <laughs> and then if, if you want, if you he he was in a band called Traffic before he went solo, and they're they're a really good band. Okay, I'll I check out that. that. Yeah, a different, a little different style, but. Yeah. And then the third one that I picked up, which I have not listened to yet, actually, is Chicago Six, which might I Love say has a really cool album cover. Although it's similar to all the rest, it's got a textured album cover. Which Those Chicago albums always had nice packaging. They got one that has a big old chocolate bar on the cover. It always makes me hungry when I see it. It's Chicago 11, I think. Even though none of their... The only thing that kind of bugs me is the track listings aren't on the <laughs> cover. But whatever. That's could, what Google's for. It's what Google and you can just look at the record. You it's on the it record label. Did any of them have the uh, coveted Recycled Records uh, run, run Out Groove sticker? Oh, you betcha. All three of them. We love this company. I mean, this business. But they're very idiosyncratic. For some reason, they'll put a little price sticker in the Run Out Groove at the end of the end of each side of the record. So basically, when the when the needle's done with the album, it goes in the, the Run Out Groove and it stays there until you, until you lift it up. So if you're unlucky and you... Don't hop off out of your seat in time. You're going to hear bump, 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 because it hits that sticker. And when that first time that happened to me, I freaked out because I was like, oh, crap, my needle is irreparably damaged. (laughs) It still freaks me out when that happens. I'm afraid the needle and sometimes it'll jump back into the music section. So like it'll jump into halfway through the last song. Didn't Didn't your Bruce have a skip in it? You said that's the only yeah downside is my um what is it? The last song on side one. I'm on fire. I'm on fire has a skip in it. The song makes me so angry. I feel like I'm on fire. I mean, the skip does. So, yeah, that's disappointing. But you picked up quite a few. You want to talk about some of yours? Um, yeah, if I you got, remember. <laughs> I, I know got you got co- so many. I got a couple Beatles albums. Um, I'm a huge that's Beatles good. fan. Yes. And I own all their stuff on CD already. I have for years, but I started getting into buying their stuff on vinyl lately. And it's just fun because they're just more collectible and there's so many variations. So I picked up a copy of their white album. It's my third copy um, on vinyl. Not I have four if you count my CD, um, but it was eight bucks. So it was cheap. I mean, it was kind of tatty, but it was like a first press from 1968. So I was like, I got to get that. And then I got a copy of their first American album, Introducing the Beatles which um, I was checking to see if it was a bootleg because this album is known for being like the most counterfeited album of time um, throughout the 60s and 70s. And it passed the smell test. It's it's a legit copy. And it was only like five bucks. So I got that. That's really cool. And it sounds really nice for 1964. Yeah, but I also got... Sorry. What a steal. Yes. And, you know, the covers on these aren't in the best shape. Like, Eli got some really, like, like new cop- copies uh, on his albums. I got some more tatty, like, stuff you'd find at a garage sale. But they're older and original, which writes its own story. Yeah. With the names written on the front. Have you noticed that? Like, I feel like people used to always write their names on record covers. And I'm like... So that people for <laughs> forever would know who owned it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've noticed this. It's always a girl's name. I feel like it's always it's only the women that did that. Hmm. Yeah. But I also got a uh, I got a sealed ABBA album, which I was very excited about because it was only (laughs) 10 bucks and it was obviously mint. Um, It's their last album, which I know a few songs on, but I just started getting into ABBA, so I'm not too well versed on them. But thank you, Mamma Mia. (laughs) I have two. I've been. I played some of their stuff on my radio show at Webster, and I've been really getting into some of their music lately. It's really catchy stuff. Yeah, it's it reminds me of like uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, that kind of uh, upbeat rock vibe. Voilevu. 
I also got um oh I this is the one I was most excited about. I got a James Bond soundtrack. Um still in the shrink from it's not it's not actually technically a Bond movie. It's it's a Bond parody from 67 called Casino Royale. And it's known for being a horrible movie. But the soundtrack is very like coveted by people and it's considered to be better than the movie the soundtrack is. And it's it's also funny enough considered by a lot of people to be one of the best sounding albums of all time. Um, hmm. And so I was very excited to try it. And it sounds very nice. Like the horns, all the percussion. It sounds great. Like I turn it up loud. So my neighbor was probably like, what the what the heck is that? Is that a marching band next door? <laughs> is that Chicago <laughs> next door? <laughs> um, yeah, I got something else too, but I can't. I can't remember what it was. Oh, I got an Elvis. I got an Elvis, and I still haven't listened to that yet from the 70s. But, yep. What album? Good purchases. It's called Welcome to My World. It's a compilation of a lot of his more country tracks, I think. Um, It's got a good song on it called Make the World Go Away. That's the only one I know on there. But, Alex, have you gone vinyl shopping lately? Either records or hardwood, either one. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Um, I have not gone vinyl shopping lately. Uh, the last time I did is when I was in Oklahoma City, which I think I already talked about. Uh, but when I was there, I got a Led Zeppelin album, a Jimi Hendrix album, and then two albums by this band called Spyro Gyra, which is like... Great band, by the way. Fantastic band. Spyro the Dragon? It's like a, no, <laughs> Spyro Gyra. Oh, okay. Spyro Gyra, right. Got it, gotcha like usual band from like the 80s and their music's kind of niche but it's out it's it's really good and i found two of their albums for i think it was five bucks a piece yeah it's got a really interesting like jazz vibe and it makes for great like background music while you're doing other stuff i've Mm -hmm. i've been playing them a lot on spotify lately there's one night i just I turn my speakers up just enough so it's like barely loud enough and I just leave it running because it's like just great stuff to have on. It's good stuff to just do stuff to, I feel like. Yeah. Like it's exactly. good to listen to on its own, but you can also put it in the background and just kind of chill out. Homework, just scrolling through email. Woodworking. Woodworking, yes. When I'm not running <laughs> tools, then it drowns everything out. <laughs> but I was... uh Unfortunately, after three years, our treehouse floor collapsed. My sister actually fell through the floor. Oh, really? Oh, I was just about to ask. Is she okay? She's okay. What? Um, She was in it when it collapsed? Well, okay. The whole thing didn't collapse. She went up there. Luckily, before ahead of her friends that were over. That could have been really bad. Um, (laughs) But she went up there ahead of her friends, and she walked right in between two of the floor joists and the uh, OSB board that we had that we knew was getting kind of iffy just collapsed and she fell straight through and only ended up with like a few scrapes on her leg. It could have been a lot worse though because she could have hit her wow. head and or her chin on one of the floor joists, which would have been very bad. Yeah, tree houses are supposed to be fun. That's not very fun. Yeah. So That's like a tree house for thrill seekers. <laughs> It's like it's like the. Uh, it's like the. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> Who seeks the thrill of falling through a tree? Through a floor. floor. It's kind of like people that do parkour on like roofs. <laughs> That's true. But so over the past couple of days, I got up there. We had a little shack house thing, so I took the walls apart on that, and we hoisted that down, and then I ripped up the entire floor, and it created a giant mess but we are now in the process of designing a new tree house that's going to be better than the old one this is a long side rant from uh <laughs> spyro but um <laughs> what i was going to say was the other night i was 3d modeling up the new tree house so that we could get an idea and other people could chip in with their ideas and yeah. i just had them on for like three hours while i was modeling and it was Extremely relaxing with just like my lamp backlighting my monitors. It was, it was a good time. Get a lava lamp. Very calming. 
very like uh, aesthetic. Very psychedelic. It was not psychedelic. <laughs> Eli was doing shrooms in his room as he worked on his treehouse, listening to smooth jazz. <laughs> you want to know what psychedelic <laughs> is? My brother's LED lights that he puts on that change the flash to the music that he has. I want those. That's psychedelic. That, it can like sense the like. Yeah, it like senses the like different the tempo frequencies and, the and it changes the lights based on them. It's really, it's really interesting. But after about watching it for about five minutes, you start to like get a headache have an epileptic seizure oh, are they like strobe lights are they flashing well they're just they're leds so they're really Is bright like he's in a nightclub <laughs> i can't I've, imagine having like a- i've never been in a nightclub but i would i would say yes it's like that so Ugh, i don't know i couldn't do that they're just that, that seems like it'd get too annoying too quickly there are people on my campus that had those lights like strobe lights and I'd see them like going off at night, and it's like, how can anybody enjoy this? Yeah, yeah. it's cool for about five minutes, and it's like, okay, I just need some solid light so I don't my eyes don't destroy themselves. So my eyes don't just walk yeah. off my face. I mean, <laughs> I'd be cool with it if, like, they changed colors like every few minutes or so. Which you can do. You no can... way, I could do it to like the tempo of this song. Yeah. It's it's Al- a little much. Our friend Alex, other Alex, also known as Big Z, has oh, yeah. he has LED lights like that, but they're not like flashing. They'll just change every once in a while. Like on his computer or around his room. Around his room. Yeah, that there's a mode where you can. And that's the mode I think he keeps it on most of the time, where it just slowly transitions colors, and it's kind of nice to have a backlight behind the monitors. Reduces your eye strain, in my opinion. Probably not enough, though. But still not yeah, not enough to <laughs> make it worth sitting there for lots of hours. But yeah, it's kind of cool. No it's kind of cool to have like lights behind the mon. I just I don't know. Gamer from a MLD. look standpoint, <laughs> it looks it just looks Doritos kind of interesting. Dude. But on our Fourth of July theme that we are continuing and have talked about we are going to play didn't we what we really got sidetracked there didn't we (laughs) yep somehow we got all the way from fourth of july to led lights with tree houses in between but we're taking it back now to the us of a with usa trivia during a brand new segment that we're going to call terrific trivia So we're going to take a quick break. and we come back, it is time for Terrific Trivia. And we are back with Terrific Trivia, this time with a theme of USA in honor of 4th of July. Yeah! (laughs) Woohoo! America! (laughs) All right. (laughs) Did you hear that echo? (laughs) The echo through FaceTime, yeah. That's funny. Um, you sounded so high pitched. I know that's how my voice always is. No, <laughs> maybe it's just FaceTime. Chipmunk. But this, a lot of these questions, except for Alex's questions, which he has picked separately. Um, due come, to the fact that I'm due to the fa- <laughs> two states away again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, these come from the game American Trivia Family Edition. In case you want to go and purchase it. So it's very appropriate. And yes, it is very American themed. And we're going to take turns uh, asking each other. So I'm going to ask Cameron. Cameron's going to ask Alex. And Alex is going to ask me. And the person that has the least amount of right answers will get a punishment. Yes. As we have made a tradition here on the Three College Guys in the Studio podcast. Bringing the punishments back. It's been a while. the punishments back. It has been a couple episodes. Eli better it? hope he wins this one. And I'm hoping to not go. <laughs> I'm hoping to not go 0 and 3 again. I'm hoping that I get. And to just win. for reference, too, my questions come from this website called Sign Up Genius. I'm on an article called 100 American History Trivia Questions and Answers." Perfect. So, all right, Cameron. Your question comes from what's the my category? Category of history. Oh, okay. The question is, what linked Eastern and Western United States for the first time in 1869? 
the railroad? That is correct. Do I have is to be more railroad. specific? Nope. <laughs> Literally says railroad. Okay. I'm glad <laughs> I didn't answer. say skywalk. <laughs> it was a pretty easy one. Got away with got away with the easy one there. Yeah. Sure. Keep All saying right. that. Alex's category is general. All right. Okay. The often repeated phrase, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing, is attributed to what coach? Sports question for the sports manager. Yeah, I thought this would be interesting. Are you still there, Alex? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. I'm thinking. Okay, can you think out loud? Quote? Winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. And you better not Google this. No, we can't I, see I, what you're doing, so we have no idea if you're gonna play honest. No, or not. I turned my camera. I turned my camera off like 20 minutes ago because it kept saying poor connection. It is not. No. You give up? Yeah, I have no idea who it is. It is Vince Lombardi. Oh. All right. All right, Alex. You are you ready? Yes, I think. With his web source questions. I hope they're accurate. Do you want a question about the 16th century, 17th century, 17th century, 18th? America didn't even exist um, in the 1500s. Let's go 18th. All right. Uh, what city was the first capital of the United States? Okay. For clarification, are you asking what, what, are you asking like the capital of the U.S.? Or are you asking what was the first state capital? What was what city was the first capital of the United States? Okay, so the capital of the entire country. Uh, yes. You know, I just realized this is gonna make us look really bad as Americans. I got mine right. <laughs> Yours was easy. Yours is um, easy. Okay, I mean, I was it uh, Williamsburg? No, it is not. The correct answer is New York City. <laughs> I would have guessed Philadelphia, so. Wait. Okay. It's news to me. I didn't know New York City was a was a national capital. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't either. Wait, was that... Was the first White House... Was that in New York City? I think it... Yeah, there used yeah. to be a White House in New York City. Well, not it wasn't a White House. That was where the uh, government was run until like okay. eighteen hundred, or maybe huh. John Adams. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. That's interesting. This spinner is really broken. So just like your mic, Cameron. Stand. Did you get your question right? I can't remember. I did. Yes, currently Cameron. All right. Currently, so, Cameron has one, yeah. and we both have zero. Cammy's not getting a punishment this time, baby. Eli, you've tried to spin that like five times. Why, just flick it. <laughs> you keep getting history, and I don't want to give you the same one. Oh, if getting... it lands on history five times, just give me history. <laughs> it was getting stuck on my leg. That's why I wasn't moving. <laughs> well, I'm trying to spin the spinner and hold my mic stand. Well, maybe you didn't break your mic stand. <laughs> you didn't have such rage that you just take out on your poor innocent mic stand. I didn't. It just snapped. Like the Hulk. He All literally right. tore his shirt off, and then he just... Towered yeah. over his mic stand and broke it to pieces. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. This is an arts question. Okay. Whose recording career began in 1953 after a studio manager overheard him recording songs for his mother's Elvis birthday? Elvis Presley. I knew he's going to get that. I knew that from 53, actually. But I thought I'd let you finish it. You lucky duck. I should have gave you the history. Hey, I'm the, I just bought an Elvis album. I should have gave like you the history. All right. Spin it. I'm 0 for 2. Spin it for me, baby. Alex gets geography. Okay, Alex. What is the second most populated urban area in Pennsylvania? What kind of question is that? It's just asking second, us. The second most populated up. area in Pennsylvania? Yes, that's what I just said. Pittsburgh. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, my You went with goodness. the right one. Thank you. He probably Googled it. <laughs> no, I did not. I was just debating between Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. I see a green reflection on his screen. I didn't realize. It must be the Google logo. I didn't realize Pittsburgh was that big. Go Steelers. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> and screw the Bengals. Love you too, bud. <laughs> I hope they get thrown out of the league. All right. Your Steelers are more likely to get thrown out than the Bengals. Shut up. Your Bengals are like the Patriots. Love them that. We're not that bad. Or we're not that good, I mean. They're about as bad morally as the as the uh, Patriots. And they're about as bad on the field as, <laughs> as the Pirates. All right. I'm going to go 20th. Go Pittsburgh. 20th, 20th century. century this okay. time. Who was the first man on the moon? Oh, my God. Um, don't say Buzz Lightyear (laughs) 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 I wanted to say that so bad Um, Neil Armstrong yes sorry I said that's correct let's go let's go I didn't know because he he took that trip was that was that with Apollo Buzz, thirteen with Buzz Aldrin? With Buzz right? Aldrin, and so, what if they were being like uh, tricky and like they wanted Buzz Aldrin? That's what I was he afraid walked off of. First. Yeah, yeah. Or did, did, I don't know if he did, but didn't they both stood on the moon, right? Yeah, and then the third guy was the pilot guy named Michael Collins, and nobody remembers this guy. It's kind of sad, but he <laughs> never got to get out of the uh, spacecraft. Can you imagine that you're literally like six feet off the moon and you don't get to step out? And nobody knows your name because of it. But yet, he's probably... I hate, he's seen I, more I than almost anyone else. I don't want to say this because that sounds really mean, but I'm, but he had to land them on there. So in some sense, he he like... So he was the first person on the moon? Well... you're Okay, you like got it wrong. Michael Collins is the answer. <laughs> what I'm saying is... <laughs> <laughs> like without him, they wouldn't have been able to walk on the moon. Yeah. Well, they all played a part. I know. You know? I know they all did a lot yeah. of a lot, lot of work. All to right. be that brave, though, I mean, to I mean, to I'd be scared to do it out now. Rocket. Yeah, I know. But to be the first person to do it, I'm just saying, in terms of, crazy, in terms of, know? not him not being recognized, I feel like he should get more recognition because yeah, I, think, did, I feel like he is recognized, but. Like his name's just not as popular. He doesn't have a household name like Neil or Buzz. Alright, back to Cameron. How many rounds of this were doing, by the way? He actually just died a couple months ago, Michael Collins. Oh, that's sad. He just died on this this April. So rest in peace, Michael Collins. Um, yes. We appreciate your contribution to science and to humanity. And for helping Buzz and Neil in their journey. And for helping to inspire Toy Story. <laughs> Do you think that's why they called him Buzz Lightyear? Because of Buzz Aldrin? Like, yeah, I know that's why. Oh, is that confirmed? I'm pretty sure it's, <laughs> it's a nod to Buzz. All right. Your category, it's not a very common name. <laughs> your category is history. And your question is, in 19... No, sorry, not 19. In 1847... trying to throw me off. In 1847... The first American adhesive stamp was issued. What was the denomination of the stamp? Was it one cent? It was five cents. Dang it. I was going to go with that. I should have <laughs> gone with my gut and said nickel. All right. Alex. I'm two and one. Alex gets. Yep. General. Right, bud. Current score is one for Eli, two for Cameron. And one for Alex. <laughs> Here's my favorite American question. What character's main power in the Disney movie The Incredibles is super speed? Gosh. <laughs> yep. What's more American <laughs> than Disney? <laughs> what, what, what is these general <laughs> questions? Because the one on the other side of the card is about the coach of the Chicago Bulls. That's American. It's, it's just That's missile. an American team. No, I know, but... It's just so general. I mean, I know it's yeah, the uh, category, yeah. but like... It's, <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. I'll take it. All right. It's so, so miscellaneous. All right. Let's go with uh, 18th 69. again. 18th century? Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. 18th century. Pick a number between 16 and 35. 25. Should have done 24 for Jeff Gordon. All right. (laughs) 
who do historians believe created the first American flag? Oh my goodness. I used to, we learned about this too. It's the annoying part. I mean, it's annoying because I can't remember. It's also an annoying flag. <laughs> no. Gives me ice, ice strain. I knew you were going to make it. it. I knew you were going to make fun of me the minute I said that. <laughs> um, Just kidding, bud. What's her name? Betsy Ross? Uh, I'm going to say that answer is incorrect. Okay, what? Who is it? Okay, so here's what the, this website says. Okay. So it says, of course, Betsy Ross's legacy is intertwined with the red, white, and blue flag, but some historians believe Continental Congress member Francis Hopkinson may have been the true creator. He claimed credit for it and even sent a bill to Congress for the design. Um, I, okay. Was it's, Porter Cassidy one? It's popularly popularly considered to be Betsy Ross, and so I would say give it to him. Even okay, though I've never even heard of that person. I've yeah, heard of Francis Ho- was it Hodgson or Hopkins or Hodgkins. Well, I say Eli got it because he everyone went ninety nine out of a hundred people would have said Betsy Ross. Yeah, that's true. All right, fine. Congratulations, Eli. Thank you. I was hoping you wouldn't say Diana Ross. Because I always get those two mixed up. I'm surprised that name came back to me because for a minute I was blanking. And then I guess all those years of history helped me out. Your history. <laughs> all the years of school helped me out went helped me out with a trivia so question on a podcast. What your teachers like to hear. <laughs> Alright. Um this is the beginning of the fourth round. We're gonna do five rounds. So we're we're each gonna go around two more times. And the current score is two for me, two for Cameron, and one for Alex. Right? No, I have two, Denver. I have two. Oh, so we're all tied. He missed Lombardi, but he got Pittsburgh, and he got Dash. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I forgot he about Dash. Two. Okay, so we're all tied. Going into the fourth yeah. round. Cameron, you get General. Oh, these so are good such luck. a hit or miss. Your question is, what city in Ohio is known as the rubber capital of the United States? Oh, God. <gasps> Daytona? Nope, it's Akron. Never hmm. even heard of that city. Well, Daytona is in and it does Ohio, not, though, right? It does not say Daytona. Yes. Okay. Because they do a lot of na- like NASCAR stuff. That there, is don't they? true. That, that's a good guess. Yeah, actually. so I think you should give it to me just because that was a really good guess. No, I'm not going <laughs> okay. to you. That's all right. I'm two and two, baby. It does not say why they're the rubber capital. I wish that would be kind of interesting to know what makes them the rubber capital over Dayton. But Maybe they manufacture a lot of condoms there. It's <laughs> a weird association, but okay. <laughs> so Moving stupid. on. Alex gets arts. Oh, I'll give Tough. an artsy-fartsy question. Oh, here we go. What band leader was known as the March King? What band leader was known as what? The March King. March King? Yes. March is in the month. King as in the husband of a queen. What band leader? Yes. Like a musical group? It could be. When you hear band leader, do you normally think? I think a marching like, band. Do you normally think rock band, though? Dennis Jones. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> no, it's John Philip Sousa. Oh, okay. Good. For, Close enough, I guess. For those of you who, <laughs> literally everyone probably listening who doesn't understand that joke, it, he, <laughs> Dennis Jones is our local, also known as Mr. Jones, is known as our local, he's our local band leader at the high school. I have a photo he on my phone. He is a great phone. guy. I have a photo of him wearing a bikini. That's true. You also have a, bit, a photo of me wearing Sorry, a bikini. what? Yeah, did you guys try to match that day? No, that was a that was a tradition for the last day of band camp. That's really weird. The girls would dress like would would wear like guys swim trunks and then we would wear bikinis. No tops. Huh? But no tops. Yeah, of course yeah. they wore no cop, no tops. Well, I hope there were no cops if they weren't wearing tops. Golly, they probably get arrested. Yes, of course they're wearing tops. 
Okay. This is a school event. Keep that in mind. School of hard knocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to go. This is a school function. This is a, this is a school event. No inappropriate comments or, <laughs> or clothing. All right. I'm going to go. No clothing? You said it again. No, no clothing. I said no inappropriate clothing. Eli wants to move to a nudist colony in Paris, France. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go with 19th. All right. When was the Emancipation Proclamation issued? <sighs> you said the 19th century, so it has to be in the 1900s. Okay. Thank you for that, for the hint. <laughs> I'm not an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> uh, a t- t- tooth, uh, <laughs> 21st BC. <laughs> 21st BC. Um, was it 1919? I'm sorry, did you say 1990? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's shockingly recent. No, 1919. <laughs> oh. Uh, that is incorrect. It is 1863. <laughs> Wait, but I thought it was, I thought, I said 19th century. It is. The 1800s yeah. is the 19th century. Why? <laughs> because the first century is 0 to 100 AD. We're in the first century right now. And we're in the 21st, even though we're in the 2000s. Because you have to add the, the, the first century, you know. Now I look like an idiot because I just made fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy about that. We should not let edit. We should not let Eli edit this episode because he's gonna mm-hmm. cut that. No, out. we're we're leaving that in there. I look so, like yeah, two to one. I, so, like, okay. I deserve all, a punishment after that disaster still, right. of a intellectual performance. How many have you gotten right? I'm at two. Still, I'm also at two. Okay, we're all at two, so it comes I think down to the. We final all got round. ours wrong, right? Yeah. yeah. Why does these these always come down to the final round? I did see, and we don't even try to do I did this see either. Something I was watching some video. Um, I don't remember where it was, but I was watching some video on slavery from like the Civil War, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And in the video, they talked about like apparently it took two and a half years for news of the Emancipation Proclamation to reach Galveston, Texas. And that's why we celebrate Juneteenth, right? Yes, yes. It might have been a Juneteenth video. Celebrates them. Yeah. Why did I say nineteen nineteen? I don't know. That's had, that's after World War One. It had to be so. in eighteen hundred. I'm Do you just yeah, want to give yourself the L and call today? <laughs> you got me so Don't listen I, to me. Don't, I, I no. thought you were trying to trick me and then I them. and then I got all <laughs> Messed up. You yeah, I was trying to can trick you. Can we give you like nails from this for getting for not knowing the 20th, like how centuries work? It's okay. I always have to think about it. I always have to remember. To no, but now that I think about it, it makes zero one. sense how that would happen in 1919. We progressed so f- we like there's so, like cars and other stuff by then. I was like, yeah, they didn't have cars during the Civil War, yeah. but they had horse and buggy, and that's it. <sighs> Mm-hmm. I don't know. I apologize to everybody. My brain is not functioning today, apparently. Yeah, ever since the mic stand broke, you have been losing <laughs> it. I've been losing it. Now I, for some reason... It breaks the dollhouse <laughs> last week, breaks the mic stand this week. Yep, now I don't even <laughs> I don't even know what century is what. Anyway. What's he going to break next week? Fifth and final round, we are all tied. Which I find kind of ironic. This we might is, have to do a tiebreaker. This is not scripted, by the way. This happened naturally. All the questions are. And Cameron, you get history. Okay. Your question is, who led 260 men from the U.S. 7th Cavalry on a doomed assault against more than 2,000 Sioux warriors? Come on. Big bucks, big bucks. No whammies, no whammies. Is it General Custer? Made famous from the United Museum movie. Oh, it it's not. Colonel George Custard. Oh. He's in the second one, right? The Smithsonian one? It's been a while since I've seen that. Because, because he... I used to like that movie, though. He he doubts himself at the end when they're trying to fight the bad guy. 
because he yeah. led 2,000 people to their death, basically. All I remember about that movie is the scene in the uh, uh, aeronautics museum where they're like messing around with the planes and stuff. Yeah. And then with you got Amelia Amy Earhart. Adams like coming out of a painting or something. Or I don't even remember. Yeah. And you think she's smoking a- hot? Amy- well, that's the number one reason I like that movie. <laughs> it's definitely Amy Adams. <laughs> I wish that she was in the third one. Yeah. Well, she wasn't in the British version. I'd rather see her than Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex. Oh, it was right on the line. Spinning general. Bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Bankrupt. You get general again. It's like playing Wee Wheel of Fortune. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot I had to read <laughs> you it. You have to read it to him. I'm sorry. General. Oh, should I? Okay, this isn't your actual question, but I'm going to ask this. Back in 1940, what company released the animated movie Pinocchio? Is this my question? No, it's not. No, it is not, he said. It's not your question. What is the answer? I'm just asking this because I think it's really funny how easy it is. It's, it's got to be Walt Disney, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. What former astronaut... Okay, this is appropriate. What <laughs> former astronaut spent four terms in the Senate representing the state of Ohio? Wow, this guy served for 24 years. Wow. And then he flew he flew on the space shuttle Discovery while still being in office. At age 77, he was the oldest person to fly in space. And John McCain. I don't know. Yeah, my favorite astronaut, John McCain. <laughs> it's John Glenn, so you got the first name right. Oh, but unfortunately, duh, that does not right. net you any points. Yeah, okay, so I missed it. Now it comes down to see whether or not I'm the only person getting punished, I guess. Does that mean I'm safe? Okay, so what would would we do? Would we have like a a duet punishment or would we have to do like a tiebreaker? Um, Alex has to ask me. Yeah, but if you get it... uh, Wait, Alex, how many do you have right? Do you have two right? I have two right. We all have two. If I get this, I have three. Then I'm ahead. So then it's between you and Alex. No, I have three, right? I got the last one right, and before that I had two. So I'm at three out of five. Wait, what was your last one? <laughs> I already forgot. What'd you ask me? General Custer, because we're oh, talking yeah. about yeah, Amy yeah, Adams yeah, yeah, smoking yeah, yeah. bod. Yeah. <laughs> so, Eli, <laughs> if okay, you this get this one tie. wrong, then you're tied with Alex. If you get it right, then Alex yes. is the only one who's punished. Yes. And I'm going to go Alex is trying 21st. to give you a super hard question on purpose. I'm going to go right. 21st century. Of course you're going with the 21st century. Your fate is in his hands. You better hope he gives you a not like. All right. Who was the senator in 1873 in New West well, Virginia? We've already, we've already figured out that I can't even answer simple questions about slavery. What was the name of the space shuttle that exploded on reentry over Texas, killing all seven astronauts aboard? Do 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 the challenger incorrect that wasn't re-entry though that's what i would have said though exploded on re-entry yeah the challenger is the one that the challenger one was going up into space well that's what i thought i thought maybe it was a trick question like it was re-entering well looks like you guys are gonna just sing a song together well, or it some. looks like when we come back from the break, me and Alex are doing a <laughs> yeah. duet before... Dual punishment. We're doing a dual punishment. But we're going to take a break, and when we come back, it is time for another version of Today in Weather. And then after that, we're going to wrap things up with me and Alex's punishment. See ya. Right, and we are back from break, and it is now time to reminisce down memory lane again as we turn to another clip from our time at Channel 5. Here we go. All right. Thank you, Janie, for reminding us how Portland and my Cardinals are doing. Now we're going to turn to Channel 5's own Patrick Papadabalowski, as who's live on location at Knights Action Park to bring us a report on our favorite fireworks. How are the lights looking, Pat? Patrick, you're live. God, why does he always do this? 
I don't know. Listen, you're all sick our corporate lawyers on you. I don't play games. What? <clears throat> oh, hey, guys. Uh, sorry about that. I just had a brief uh, altercation with two gentlemen who decided to park their truck uh, nose up against our camera. Uh... Dave, wrap your toe up in a minute. Bumper to bumper tonight, huh? Yes, yes. We have gauze, Dave. Oh, it's wild for sure. Just had to scare away a bunch of kids from running off of their van. Hooligans. I guess everyone gets a little rowdier on the 4th. I know my wife when she's had a couple Smirnoffs. Hey, man. You on the news? Tell me, do I look good on camera? Yes, yeah, scary. As you can see, there's a heavy police presence out here tonight, thankfully. Dave and I will probably have to fire the report with them after the... What a light? Patrick, <laughs> what's going on? Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright, see ya. <laughs> Alright. Anything can happen on live television. Uh, Pete, that sure reminded me of your wife when she's had a few too many Smirnoffs. <laughs> Wait, when have you had drinks? Uh, Patrick, how's the weather looking tonight? It's hot. Really, really hot. Starting to feel a little lightheaded. Well, maybe ease off the drinks tonight. <laughs> yeah, and tell your wife that too. What does that mean? Dave, bring me the Cheetos. Limp if you have to. All right, we are back. I hope you enjoyed that 4th of July themed version of Today in Weather with our favorite weatherman, Patrick Papadopoulowski. And before we wrap up today's show, episode seven of Three College Guys in the Studio podcast, like every time we do a board game, there's always got to be a punishment. And today, after two tiebreakers, me and Alex ended in a tie and we'll be singing Don't Go Breaking My Heart. By Elton John and Kiki D. <laughs> so here goes Eli, that. Are you ever going to win? I don't think I'm ever going to win at this game. And I was the one that introduced it. So now I feel really bad about introducing it. But here we go. <laughs> by the way, I'll be singing Elton John's line and Alex <laughs> will be singing Kiki D. I decided line. Eli's been punished enough on this show. <laughs> so <laughs> here we go. Don't go breaking my heart. <laughs> I could if I tried. <laughs> oh, honey, if I get restless. <laughs> Baby, you're not that kind. <laughs> Don't go breaking my heart. Oh, yeah. You take the weight off of me. <laughs> oh, honey, when you knock at my door. <laughs> ooh, I gave you my key. Oh, God. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> That's ooh, nobody knows it. it. When I was down, I was your clown. Ooh, ooh. Nobody knows it. Nobody knows it. Right from the start, I gave you my heart. Oh, oh, oh my heart. heart. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible rendition of Don't Go Breaking My Heart. You guys didn't even do the chorus. That was the chorus. No, that's the pre chorus. Oh, oh you said you were going to do oh, down to verse two. Don't go breaking my heart. I will go breaking your heart. Don't go breaking my go heart. Breaking my heart. Dun, 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 dun. Yay. That's wow. Scarred forever in my mind. <laughs> That's a beautiful rendition. Pretty soon people are going to get so tired sorry, of listening. People are going to get tired of listening to my singing on this show. I know one of our listeners already has. <laughs> he told me so. Anyway. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode seven of the Three College Guys in the Studio podcast. And thank you to anyone and everyone who voted for us in the My Roadcast Challenge. I know it was kind of a challenge to get to the page and find us, and then you had to create an account. But for those of you who did, we really appreciate it. And this coming week, by the way, I am headed to Michigan with my family. 
So there will not be an episode of Three College Guys in Studio podcast next coming out next Thursday. There may be a little bonus episode presented by me and my sister and maybe my brother from Michigan uh, that we might take the time and record a little something for you guys while we're on vacation. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure yet. But as a whole with the other two college guys, we will not have an episode next week. But the following week, we will let you know if we won the My Broadcast Challenge and anything that goes along with that. So stick to, stay tuned for that. And as always, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. Three college guys in the studio.